Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, Katie, are you still on the mic? You still there? News person Katie Green, you still there? Yes. Because um, we just did this story and I want everybody to hear this. I think it's really interesting. So a, uh, a UC study says you're... Lab-grown meat does more harm to the environment than regular old beef meat. Right. They're saying it's up to 25 times greater, uh, causes a greater potential for global warming. But so lab-grown meat's not like the impossible beef, though. That's a different thing, right? Or is it? Uh... you know, no, this is this is apparently meat made from animal cells. So they're trying to mass produce oh, okay. beef without the farm aspect. Okay, so that's not the impossible meat. It's not actually meat. It's just oh, it's like this is like clone meat. So they thought they could do it without actually having the animals and killing them and them flatulating and all that sort of stuff. And it turns out it's worse than the way we're doing it now. Now keep in mind, Jack. This is in a preprint, not yet peer-reviewed study. So if you're a peer, get there and review it as quickly as you can, so we have a straight story on this. But it kind of reminds me of the when they went to paper bags, which are worse for the environment than plastic bags. Oh, that whole thing. Well, science doesn't matter. It's just what makes me feel good. And then the worst thing for the environment is the reusable cloth bag. Right? Isn't that what they've decided? Because the amount of water it takes to grow everything that's in the bag, you have to use it like eight gazillion and, times before you break even. And wash it and the rest of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
But again, facts don't matter. Intentions are all that matter when you're designing policy. So uh, while we were on the air yesterday, Tim Scott, senator from South Carolina, announced he's running for president. And um, he is we were talking about this earlier. The I don't remember the last Republican happy warrior. I think he got to go back a quarter century to George W. Bush that wasn't preaching angry doom and gloom like like we do all day long on the radio show. Oh, come on. Um, I'm a happy warrior. Uh, Tim Scott was on with Trey Gowdy on Fox last night. Got to ask about that. Can a happy warrior prevail in an environment given the mood of the country and the primary voters? Absolutely. Everywhere I travel around the country, from Iowa to New Hampshire and throughout South Carolina, people are starving for hope. They're starving for something optimistic, but they have to know you have a backbone and you're talking about conservative values, conservative principles, and conservative policies. When people understand that you can be both, yes, optimistic, but strong with a backbone, they are attracted to this campaign. Historically, happy warriors do well. But scaring people is a good way. I wonder if that. I wonder if that's different in the in the social media age. Well, the culture has changed. There's no doubt about that. Um, just uh, go on Twitter and, and see what. Although Twitter is not America, I've said that as many times as you had. So forget I said that. I'd like to rewind, Michael. Just to cut that out of the broadcast. <laughs> the culture has absolutely changed, and so what Tim Scott is asserting is that no, a happy warrior will still win. In spite of all the anger and polarization, I hope he's right. So one of the things he's going around saying is this is not an evil nation. This is not a racist nation. This is a nation where you can still get ahead and be whatever you want to be. And we knew there would be pushback on that. And it comes from The View. One of the issues that Tim Scott um, has is that he seems to think because I made it, Everyone can make it, ignoring, again, the fact that he is the exception and not the rule. And until he is I, the rule, she has, then he can stop talking about systemic racism. Until everybody makes it, regardless of talent or effort? I mean, what kind of standard is that? And Hawoopi pipes in with, yeah, it's Clarence Thomas syndrome. Wow. Yeah, as if Tim Scott's the only successful black man in America other than Clarence Thomas. How about the millions of other successful black men and women in America? And the tens of millions, if you want to go back a couple more generations. Man, what they are selling poison to kids. Anyway, that, t- that you can't get ahead. You're doomed. This country is against you. Everyone's against you. Even your classmates, if their skin is differently colored, they're against you too. They are selling poison to children. I spent a lot of my life failing. I still do it on occasion. Um, I can't imagine if I'd had in my head that things were stacked against me. It would have been such an easy way to go emotionally. Oh, there's no reason to even try. And I, I, I didn't have that as a white male, so I had to. Always rightly, because it, it is correct, blame myself for my bad decisions and everything else that has uh, dr- dr- drugged me down through the years. But if I'd have had that in my head, that there was somebody to blame, oh my God, that would be an easy card to play. And so comforting. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And what a, again, what a poisonous message to put in the minds of children. So Tim Scott did re, uh, react to that view conversation. I'm not the exception. I'm actually the rule. Every kid trapped in a failing school today can look at big, big, big liberals, big labor unions, and blame them. Every 
parent who wants a choice, look to the Republican Party, look to the GOP, but more importantly, look at Americans, African Americans, Hispanic Americans, the majority of Americans all agree on school choice. What's in the way of that? What's in the way of providing a child with a better education and a better future? The radical left. And if you look at the studies that say uh, black men, we'll just go with men for now because uh, men and women are there are differences there too in terms of earning. But if you compare black men with white men and earning power, if you equalize for educational achievement, meaning apples to apples, college degree, college degree, that eliminates the difference, eliminates it. We don't have a race problem. We have an education problem in which disproportionately Black kids are getting crappy, crappy educations. Let's be honest and open about that and attack that problem. That's what Tim Scott's talking about. Don't just walk around saying, oh, racism, clearly racism. It is racism. It's education. Uh, If he can't be president, I'd like him to be a motivational speaker that comes to my kid's school. Here he is uh, telling a little bit about his upbringing. I believe in America. I have faith in America because I watched my grandfather, as you talked about in the beginning. This is a man who could not read, who was picking cotton as a kid. He believed then what some doubt now in the goodness of America. He told me himself, he said, son, you can be bitter or better, but you can't be both. Too many people today doubt the goodness of America. Too many people today want to buy into bitterness and victimhood and grievance and despair. I say, not on my watch. Let's tell the whole story of America rising. You can be bitter or better. That's pretty good. I love his story about his grandpa, who couldn't read, would sit at the table in the morning pretending to read the newspaper to... Instill in the in his his grandson's mind the idea that reading the newspaper in the morning was an important thing to do. Being able to read is an important thing to do, even wow. though he wasn't actually reading it. Boy, that's a wise man right there, Granddad. Wow, I admire the crap out of that. And for him in his circumstance to remain positive and say you can be bitter or better, that's that's a freaking hero right there. Right. Yeah. So I I like Tim Scott going around the country with that message, whether he can win or not. Be interesting to see if he can get a toehold there. Yeah, it's early, early days, you know, as I often point out. But um, I think a talent is transcendent as his will get attention. Now, this is the two steps out of the starting gate. Hell, one. Um, I'm not predicting anything. I'm not choosing him or endorsing him or anything like that. I am. I've just been I'm choosing his- him and endorsing him. Wow, both. Um, but I've been following him and his career for a long time, and um, he's a everybody likes him. Everybody respects him. So where he goes and how far, I don't know, but he'll go somewhere. So you were a talker for Walker back in the day. I got fisty for Christie for a while. What What is it with uh, Tim Scott? Hot for Scott. Hot clearly. for Scott. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. In my guy. Um, I don't know if he'll uh, ever be on a debate stage with Donald Trump, but I'd be interested to see how that how how that would go down. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how his candidacy catches on. He's well financed at this point. Trump said very nice things about him yesterday in his response, welcoming him to the race, and took shots at Ron DeSantis in his thanking Tim for getting in the race. So clearly, he sees Ron DeSantis as his real threat yeah i think you're absolutely right and the other thing is a big field benefits trump 
because it divides the anti-Trump vote. So, yeah, he's got uh, all sorts of reasons to be encouraging toward uh, Tim Scott. I also believe he could easily see working with Tim Scott if Trump indeed wins the nomination of the presidency. Um, he'd be more than happy to appoint him to some uh, lofty position. So, yeah, I, I get that strategizing. But DeSanctimonious, which is, I thought he'd given up on that nickname. Nobody likes it. Um, uh, yeah, he he is uh, too much. I want to phrase this correctly. I don't see the two of them working well together at all. Of course, Trump ends up firing everybody anyway. I'm looking up what they're going with for the definition of sanctimonious in the dictionary. Making a show of being morally superior to other people. That's more or less what I would have said. I thought maybe it was more complicated than that. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't know that that works on him. Well, number one, if guys like us have to look it up to be sure of the definition, although we both know what it means, but um, and, and uh, it's just not a good criticism. You don't, can't, don't vote for him. He's sanctimonious. Yeah. I wish that's what our politics were, but they're not. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Boy, is it early. So uh, the DeSantos gets in later this week. DeSantis. DeSantis. He gets in later this week. So Does he? Yeah. He's not in yet? Officially, I know. I know. Whatever. And he's going to give a speech. He has announced the He'll pre-announcement a, announcement. He'll have a video and a speech later this week, and fantastic. Whatever. Um... Uh, so why do we have minimum Mondays where some people, I think it tends to be the younger crowd, uh, don't try very hard on Mondays? It all came out of the Sunday scaries. I learned from the NBC Evening News last night. We'll get to that later this hour. You're tiring my hiney out. If you haven't heard about it. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Jeff Bezos and what's her name? Sanchez got engaged. He gave her a twenty-carat diamond ring. So good for them. Um, it's simple. They love each other. And as far as <laughs> thanks, Uncle Joe. <laughs> as far as Jay Z and Beyonce Z and their new home that they bought for two hundred million dollars, somebody looked it up. Their property taxes would be two point five million dollars a year. That's two hundred eight thousand dollars a month for your property tax. Two hundred eight thousand a month. For just your property tax. That seems a little high. I mean, with groceries being expensive these days and everything. I'm going to have to tighten my belt. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. So this is something the uh, game of chicken that is reparations in California rolls on. The backlash to the backlash. Californians need to chill out about reparations proposals and pay their sin bill. Those strong words come from a senior member of both the state and San Francisco's reparation task forces. That would be Dr. Amos Brown, a civil rights activist and reverend of the Third Baptist Church. He said, quote, you cannot put a dollar sign in on what has been done to black people. Well, I, I agree. I agree. But he went on. Our sin bill in this nation has been so high, and because of the long years of doing nothing, the interest has grown. Uh, doing nothing? Uh, civil rights movement? Trillions of dollars to welfare programs? Affirmative action? Scholarships? Uh, trillions and trillions of dollars, sir. Earlier this month, the California Reparations Task Force, which Brown is vice chair of, approved its final recommendations on how the state should compensate black residents for the lasting effects of slavery, including cash payments of up to $1.2 million per person. Brown also sits on the San Francisco's African American Reparations Advisory Committee, which released a report earlier this year recommending $5 million payouts, guaranteed annual income of at least $97,000, and personal debt forgiveness for all of the city's black residents. How? How is somebody who proposes something like that taken seriously? I I honestly don't know what the game is here. I assume the person that proposed it knows it can't happen. So is that just a negotiating thing? Like, if I get a tenth of that, I'll be happy? Well, yeah, yeah, to a large extent. In fact, indeed, you excellent anticipation. The next thing he says in this article is, all we did was evaluate the harm and state the case of what it might mean in terms of dollars and cents. If you can't pay all of that, say what you can pay. That's the point. Okay. So that's, yeah, okay, now I get you, Reverend Brown. I get you. I see what you're you're driving at. Um, I, I still think you're wrong in the thing about having done nothing for so long is is utterly untrue, but... Um, economists on the state panel said reparations could cost more than $800 billion, et cetera, et cetera. Um, first pictures are out. 
of the guy who rammed the U-Haul into the White House fence overnight. Did you hear that story? No, I didn't, actually. Oh, yeah. Some guy in a big U-Haul trailer smashed into the fence, didn't get through because of the concrete barriers. A 19-year-old alleged neo-Nazi because he had a Nazi flag and then said said some stuff about killing the president. Clearly a nut job. No, oh, yeah. Looks to be a Middle Eastern dude. Has a Middle Eastern sounding name, so I don't I don't know exactly what's going on there, but he's clearly a nut. 19-year-old Middle Eastern neo-Nazi trying to kill the president. From yeah, Missouri. That sounds pretty naughty to, nutty yeah. to me. Yeah. Anyway, obviously their concern was when a big rental truck hits the gate that it's full of explosives and you got a you know, federal courthouse, Oklahoma City thing happening there. I don't know. I mean, I've been to the White House a bunch of times. It's pretty far back from the fence. But uh, you can have a dang big explosion with one of those rental trucks full of... Oh, yeah, I don't even want to think about it. But mm-hmm. I-, I wonder what all the detection uh, techniques are they use around the White House. I'll bet they're extensive. Oh, I'm sure. Um, although, as we found out on 9-11, uh, they couldn't even figure out who to call to get planes in the air for about two hours. Um, or remember one time somebody ran all the way into the White House and upstairs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, uh, it's just a damn shame, but you see pictures of not terribly, well, it was a pretty long time ago, but people having lunch uh, uh, picnics on the White House lawn. Then they put up the fence, but you could still get very close to the White House. First time I went, you drove right in front of the White House, then they closed off the street. Right, and now you're w- hundreds of yards back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just too bad. This guy smashed his truck into the barriers, jumped out, and started running around with a Nazi flag. And they arrested him. Uh, it says here, investigators are probing whether mental health played a role. You think? I think it did. How about It the, wasn't just a clever and nefarious plot to wave his flag? How about the mental health of people suffering from the Sunday crazies leading to minimum Mondays? An NBC <laughs> News report coming up. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. be worse than Monday. Garfield voicing our shared lament decades ago about the end of the weekend and the return to the rat race. But that angst is not fictional. I, you know, start getting this anxiety and dread. Just that feeling like, hey, we're going back into the storm now. <laughs> Meet Leah, Aaron, and Natalie, all young professionals, all learning to cope with the Sunday scaries. How did the Sunday scaries show up uh, in your life? It's your last chance at freedom almost like you have to take a deep breath and then situate yourself so what is this thing now where we <sighs> we put a we put a name on routine parts of life that we all don't <sighs> enjoy it's called the trashies yeah when i realize i have to take the trash out it's not something i enjoy so i i call it the trashies this feeling of oh i can't believe it's monday night again uh, it doesn't seem like it's been a week but i have to take the trash out to the curb yeah so is everybody else whatever these young professionals are suffering from the folding furies. That feeling that the laundry is done, then you realize you have to fold it still. And you think, oh, this is going to be a drag. The folding furies. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> look, look at me. Look at this thing I have to deal with. Yeah, so does everybody. And always has and always will. What is that? Oh, the dead serious report from NBC News rolls on. And these 20-somethings aren't alone. A recent survey from LinkedIn <laughs> showing 75% of working Americans say they experience the Sunday scaries. Yeah, like, it is a real thing. I am like, well, this we is know. the worst feeling in the world, and I definitely have Sunday scaries. Some people say that Sunday scaries feels like heart racing. Their palms are sweating, or they wake up with a jolt of anxiety in the morning. Yeah. Or they have trouble falling asleep at night. Mm -hmm. Psychiatrist Dr. Sue Varma says the Sunday scaries may actually be a sign of something unaddressed at work. To me, the Sunday scaries are an opportunity to have a conversation with yourself or someone that cares about you to be like, why is this that every Sunday I'm feeling a sense of panic and dread? It's because you hate your sucky job is why. Seriously, you need a psychiatrist? Yeah, when I think about going to work, I vomit, and I uh, I take lots of drugs. I can't sleep, and then I can't wake up, and then I, I, I fantasize about stabbing my boss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, well, as I, I've told this story many times over the years, but I said to my dad when I was a young man, well, on Sunday nights, I just think, God, another week of this. He said, yeah, I've been doing that my whole life. And I never thought about it again because it was clear that it was just a part of life. So you know what's so the funny? point of thinking about it? There are so many uh, uh, s sentences in that story that were just dumb. <laughs>
I- including the guy points out studies show 75 percent of americans suffer from the sunday scares right so like everybody so why are you doing this report <laughs> all right and so then they get into a little bit of how it has led to minimum mondays because of the sunday scares oh, of course. making things so different difficult uh, minimum Mondays is the, the idea you don't try, you don't give 100% on Mondays because you're just, you're just not prepared for the week. Well, they explain here. The idea that an employer expects you to come in at 100% on a Monday morning, what do, you, what do you make of that? It's not about doing absolutely nothing. I think it's about doing enough so that you and your team is still happy with your performance, but you can also keep your mental health in check. I think it's really beneficial, not only for yourself, but you're going to be a better worker. The expert advice, try to make sure your Sunday includes something physical and fun and try to avoid planning big meetings or tasks for first thing Monday morning. Wow, that was half a dozen different kinds of dumb. I don't so, think in check means what you think it does, dear, but go on. Oh, so what you're telling me is you prefer the weekend to the weekdays. Hmm. That is an interesting development. Really? So your team is happy with its performance, but you keep your mental health in check. What does that even mean? Wander in, say, hey, how was your weekend? How's it going? You kind of screw around for 15 minutes and you get started. It's not hard. <laughs> You're going to be a you better know, worker. Part of me, uh, it's, I think it's just the look at me, look at me, look at me thing. Look how unique I am. On Sundays, I get stressed a little because I don't want to go to work the next day. Yeah, yeah. We have a club. It's called Humanity. Yeah, so we were debating earlier, because I'm thinking the NBC Evening News average age of their audience is in its 60s. If these stories aren't just to make you think, God, kids today. They're so soft. No work ethic. (laughs) If it isn't, they know exactly what they're doing. They're angering their viewers. Yes, it absolutely could be that. Yeah, I never thought about that before. So I'd been mocking, you know, NBC News or whoever does these stories for taking this stuff seriously. I think they know exactly what they're doing. I don't yeah, watch it's, the news. <laughs> that's a good decision, son. Uh, you know, it's it's um, you when you do your clickbait headline of the day, which I always enjoy. Um, it's often the stewardess said my outfit was too sexy to get on the plane. Right. That sort of thing. But there's outrage clickbait, too. I mean, like FoxNews.com has a Dylan Mulvaney story every single day, whether it's merited or not. That's right. Um, and actually, I do, too, today, weirdly enough. We, we haven't gotten to it. but um, So, yeah, it's outrage clickbait. The Sunday scaries. Well, shut up. Really, do shut up. <laughs> and you know what's funny? And Height and Lukianoff have done some brilliant writing on this. We're teaching young people to catastrophize the smallest of inconveniences or emotional reactions it you don't need a name for the fact that on sundays you think oh my god tomorrow's a work day just muddle on that's better than making a big deal of it have you considered being good at your jobs they call it the cleaning the toilet crazies i hate cleaning the toilet and i think there's so many other things i'd rather be doing and sometimes when I see the toilet's dirty and I realize I'm going to have to clean it, I think, wow, I don't want to clean it. 
Surveys it's show the, the toilet terrors. <laughs> surveys show the toilet terrors affect up to seventy five percent of us. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> ah, <boy. laughs> what a weird world. So uh, we've we talked many times about how somehow the modern American we've flipped the princess and the pea on its head. Now it's something to be, you know, idolize and cherish. The more easily you're either offended or put upon or injured or whatever right, you get right. you get elevated to a new status well what's really crazy is you know years ago we became aware of the concept of the narcissism of small distinctions where that's one of the reasons people are so uh, obsessed with saying yeah i'm i'm demi trans neutral fluid sexual neo oh, are you well i'm pan demi neutral bisexual pan fluid sexual because everybody wants to say look at me look at me i'm different look at me here's why to the point of absurdity but that story was like the narcissism narcissism of no distinction everybody thinks on sunday i don't want to go to work tomorrow so it's i don't even understand what we're doing here Exactly. Everybody is saying, God, I can't believe the weekend's over already. You know, I I said I worry so much because I have two arms and I think I've got a right arm and a left arm and I need a sleeve for both of them. They call it biarmal stress. <laughs> no, they don't. Stop it. Stop it, NBC News. They call it the gas station heebie-jeebies. My car is on empty, and I have to put gas in it, and I think, oh, my God, I'm going to have to pull in. <sighs> you know, I was at the gas station night before last. I feel like this is like a short, a Raymond Carver short story or like a scene out of a movie or something like that. Wow. I was really stressed out from a, a day of work and lots of really difficult child-rearing decisions to make and stuff like that. And just like, I was just like, I, I can't take this anymore. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to ride my motorcycle for 10 minutes. For the first time this year, because I never get a chance to, I'm going to ride my motorcycle. I'm going to leave my kid at lo- home by himself, which I shouldn't do, but I just need to do something other than this. And so I get on my motorcycle. It needs gas. Okay, fine. I go to the gas station. The pumps don't work. That It says on they must pay cashier inside. Just, you know, uh, just a slight, you know, it's, it's, it's not exactly getting cancer, but it was just. Uh. What was the Michael Douglas movie? Falling, falling down. down. This was falling yeah. down. Yeah. So yeah. I uh, I go inside. There's nobody in the convenience store to help me. I stand there for a while. Pretty soon I say, hello, is there anybody here? You know, I'm just my my few minutes that I've got to try to do something other than parenting or work is dissipating quickly. And finally, somebody comes to help me and I pay and I go out to gas. And for whatever reason, I did something wrong. And poured gas all over my feet and hands and pants. Oh. And uh, and then, and this is the part that makes it like a short story or a movie, two young guys, because I live in a college town where a number of the college kids have ridiculously expensive cars. It's some sort of flex from the parents, I guess, or I don't even yeah, know what I've it is. Yeah, I've heard that, yeah. So this kid pulls in in his McLaren, which is like a $250,000 car, and Gee, his buddy man. pulls in with this top-line BMW that I don't even—I only know about because my son's a car nerd. It's also like a $200,000 car. They're clearly together, and they pull in side-by-side side to fill up with the gas, and they're like 19 years old. 
And so I'm do- I just got all this whole, I'm, I'm stressed out. I'm all doing all these things. So like poured gas all over myself. And I'm looking at these 19 year olds and their quarter million dollar cars and thinking there's a lesson here. I'm supposed to learn something from this or become a better person out of watching this or something. These two guys with no care in the world beyond <laughs> opulence. Yeah. It just, uh, I thought there's sort of a lot. Le- God has done this for a reason. Pouring the gas on me, that the credit card doesn't work. There's there's something I still don't know what I was supposed to learn, but you're Job. Clearly, read the good book. Yeah, there is a little Job action there. Well, and then you sold your motorcycle to buy your lover some tires, and she sold her tires to buy you a motorcycle, or however that thing worked. I do wonder about that because I feel like if I could afford a two hundred fifty thousand dollar car for my kid, I still there's not a chance I would get him one. Uh, but you know, different people have different views on that, obviously. I got a uh, we got an email from somebody who inhabits the same town as you, a major college town, um, explaining how those are the kids of like foreign oligarchs, usually Asian kids. Yeah. Yeah. Who are often Chinese who are paying full uh, full tab. They're Chinese oligarchs paying full tab at uh, that University of California campus. And, uh, yeah, they got more money than God, and their kids are driving around in McLarens, which is uh, incredible. I mean, it's astonishing. Okay, you got that kind of money, and you give your 19-year-old a quarter-million-dollar car to tool around college? What is going on there? Is that a, we're so wealthy, I don't have to instill a work ethic in him. He's never going to have to work. I mean, is that what that is, or? I guess, and I know there was a horrific crash not long ago where a couple of guys were street racing, and one of the guys said, essentially, the law can't touch me. Yeah, I, 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 just from a happiness standpoint, I can't imagine where you're going to get your happiness unless you, you know, get religion or something like that. At least in terms of material stuff, if that's your car when you're 19, it's going to be hard to enjoy things. I feel yeah. like, but maybe, maybe it's just jealousy that makes me think that. I don't know. He'll never have the Sunday scaries, Jack. <laughs> no, that kid is not suffering the Sunday. It was a Sunday night. I should have asked him. Suffering the Sunday scaries like me? Worried about going back to work tomorrow? <laughs> back in the old salt mines tomorrow morning, huh? <laughs> is that right, son? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. If you know anything about any of that stuff, you can text us. 415-295-KFTC. We'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We got this text uh, following up on something Joe said. Most of the Chinese oligarchs purchased those expensive high-end items you see in the United States, like super fancy cars or homes or whatever, and paid full price in order to hide their fortune from the Chinese Communist Party. They purchased real estate, they purchased expensive homes, really expensive cars. It's a way for them to spend their income without the Chinese National Party having access to it. Uh-huh. That's from a uh, person at a particular well-known bank who knows yeah, something I, about it. I know Chinese investment in real estate has just completely screwed up the uh, uh, several markets on the West Coast. Well, especially. obviously, if that's the case with real estate, then yeah, that, that would be buying the expensive cars in, right? Yeah, yeah. Interesting insight. Thanks for uh, sharing that. Yeah. I was thinking about this um, the other day, and I'm, I know just enough to be dangerous, but um, I was reading about the real estate markets and and uh, housing costs and the way different countries approach affordable housing policy and the affordable housing itself. And one thing they mentioned is that the U.S. is an incredibly popular place for foreign people to invest their money because our economy is so dynamic. We have the rule of law. Contracts are enforced. And that sort of thing. You're not just going to have a, a company taken over by the government, for instance, and it disappears and all your money's gone. Right. Um, and, and United States real estate is incredibly valuable, too. Um, and I love the free market solving problems. But if you have a global market for a locally consumed good, that being housing, and you have global investors driving up the prices for housing, even though the housing can only be consumed locally, unless you, and the libertarian solution would be, we'll just eliminate all zoning so builders could undercut them. They could easily, cheaply build housing that's much less expensive, and that would drive the market down. But there's almost no taste for that. You know, Wild West-style housing developments built everywhere. Sure. Especially in an environmentally, you know, right. sensitive place like, right. for I, instance, California. I get that, yeah. Yeah, and so given that reality, you're not going to turn the market loose in a way that would be aggressive enough to take care of housing costs, especially for young people and poor people. So what do we do? Can you have Chinese oligarchs buying up every uh, rental property available in a zip code and thereby bidding up housing prices like crazy, therefore bidding up rents, et cetera, et cetera? How does that work? Right. And then the uh, the reverse could happen at some point if, for whatever reason, financial situations change to where they want to get out all of a sudden. Yeah. And there have been experiments in various states and localities, I think, with with limits on uh, ownership houses, but I, I don't recall specifically what they are. That's a that's a conundrum. Almost finished. Let's get ready. Final thoughts with 
Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There is our technical director, Michelangelo, to lead us off. Michael? Uh, this is an easy one. Uh, you kids need to grow up. I know I sound like an old man, but be grateful you got a job, and your job is indoors, most likely, and so suck it up. Grow up. That's all there I got to say. There's your old Uncle Michael weighing in. Katie Green, our producer and newswoman, has a final thought. Katie? Well, I don't want to grow up, Michael, and I have to do chores today, and I've decided to dub them laundry loathing and dish depression. <laughs> Good luck. Maybe you can get help from a local hey, physician. Thanks, Jack, a final thought? I feel like I semi-predicted this last week when I said, is LeBron James having any fun playing basketball? Because I watched enough games, and there is no indication that he was enjoying any aspect of it whatsoever. And then last night, after they got swept out, he said, I don't get any fun out of making the conference playoffs. Are you going to retire? Yeah, I got a lot of thinking to do. I think he's going to retire. He mm. just doesn't enjoy playing anymore. I did the math. He's played 282 playoff games. That's three and a half seasons worth of playoff games. My final thought is congratulations to Teacher of the Year Tracy Vanderholtz of View Kaipa High School in San Bernardino County. Oh, whoops, no, she was having sex with uh, multiple students and is now under arrest. That is the second teacher of the year in a California school district to get arrested for sexing up the students. Uh, I get how she was a popular teacher. If you're, Yeah, if you're that 16-year-old boy, you might have voted for her. Um, Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Yeah, the parents were less amused. So many people thank so little time. A lot of great clicks at Hotlinks. The articles we talked about, a scientist talking about gender differences and that sort of thing, gotta read it. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been a good little Nazi? Don't you think that's a little odd? Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind. Think of the hippies. Get out of here, you moron! You hippie? Yeah. What, seriously? What color is the sky in your world? If you drop an object, does it go down or up in your world? So I haven't said a word, so stop yelling at me. No! On that high note, have a terrific day. Armstrong and Getty. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, 
Limitless Answers.